Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Dodgers Nation. Welcome to the Dodgers Nation post-game show. Thanks for rocking with us after the Dodgers lose an embarrassing, an ugly, a terrible loss for the Dodgers. Clayton Kershaw, he grinded out his start, gave the Dodgers a quality start. The Dodgers offense, they struggled at times. They put up four runs, but for the most part, they didn't look good as well. We have a lot to get into. This bullpen is an absolute dumpster fire. This is an absolute tire fire of a bullpen. This Dodgers bullpen, they couldn't stop a nosebleed right now. They couldn't stop a JV baseball team right now. That's how bad they are. We have so much to get into in this one because look, it's looking bleak for this Dodgers team if they don't fix this bullpen. But first, I want to start off by saying you're now home with Jim Beam and Dodgers Nation. Please remember to drink responsibly. But thanks for rocking with us after a rough loss for this Dodgers team. First question I have if I was sitting in that press room right now is you got Evan Phillips. Your best high leverage reliever, you used him yesterday in a game where you're up five to nothing. And today you have Yancy Almonte. He goes out there. He's solid in his first inning. He looks okay. Then you bring him out there. I mean, he was solid there in the seventh inning. He was 
he was really a different story in the, when he comes out there in the eighth. He was absolutely atrocious. Gives up the double to Jimenez, and he gives up the home run, the double-double there to Berger, that two-run shot that changed the game. We have so much to get into. The Dodgers offense, too, I'm not letting you guys off the hook either. Four runs there in the sixth inning, but they go two for 13 with runners in scoring position. That fifth inning was, in my opinion, the ugliest inning of the year for the Dodgers from top to bottom. Thankfully, they have Goatshaw on the mound who had two big punch outs to get the Dodgers out of that one, but you had the air by Miguel Rojas. You had the terrible at-bats there by Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman. After you got a rally started to get that inning going, you had runners on the corners, and what did they do? They didn't do anything with it. You had the Rojas single to right. You had Barnes single to center, and Rojas ended up at third base. Dodgers had runners on the corners. Then Mookie Betts, he proceeds to foul out on the first pitch. Then Freddie Freeman, he fouls out on the first pitch to third. So the Dodgers, they were aggressive on first pitch, and then Mike Clevenger, he goes out of the game, and then Santos, he comes in, and then J.D. Martinez, he expands the zone. He swings and misses out of slider out of the zone so they don't get anything in that inning but yeah an ugly game right there really a big L for Dave Roberts or Andrew Friedman who's ever making these decisions it really defies analytics if you look at Yancy Almonte's numbers in his second inning out after an up down they're bad that was a terrible decision we're gonna get into this invest yeah he wasn't good Taylor Scott he's not a big league reliever at all whatsoever but here we go let's get in the comments here guys I'm always looking for that Hornitos shot taker comment of the night if I see one of those you're one of these. Bullpen guys from Careless Whisper, Kevin Uhots, Jansen Bessie need to go. We got Mark Ortega DMAC. We are in this serious woes. We got Jelly Donut. Forget Cindergard Roberts is the weakest link. That is from, by the way, any fire takes, anything hot, anything spicy, you're going to get one of these. Fire take. If I get a burn, you're going to see one of these. Finish him. Uh, but yeah, no, I agree with that. I mean, I think this was not a good night for Dave Roberts. Not a good night at all whatsoever to have the NC Almonte go out there and try to see if you can get some more outs. I just didn't think that was a good decision there in the eighth inning. He looked absolutely atrocious there. He gives the double to Jimenez. He gives the home run to Berger. That tied things at four. He gave up the lead. And the Dodgers, they had no answer. So we're going to break down this entire game. But I want to hear what you guys have to say. Like I said, this bullpen, an absolute dumpster fire. This is, heading into today, they were already one of the worst bullpens in the game. They were bottom five. But in the month of June, they're the second worst bullpen in baseball. I've actually ran the numbers. Well, actually, I did really quickly here. But they have a 6.65 ERA in June. A 6.65 ERA in June. You saw the struggles they had on the road. It continued tonight. Like I said, this bullpen could not start stop a T-ball team. They couldn't stop a, a JV baseball team. They couldn't stop a nosebleed. It is bad. It is ugly. And this team, they are not going to go anywhere unless they fix this bullpen. I got news for you. The external options, yes, the double-A guys are there. Yes, they have potential. But to expect them to come up and be key pieces on a team with World Series aspirations, that's delusional. That's unrealistic. Okay, let's just be honest about that. You have to go out there, make some trades, or just say you're punting on this season because you want to go after Otani and you want to sell tickets and sell jerseys because last time I checked, you got one World Series title in 10 years. That's not good enough. That, when you consider the resources, that isn't acceptable. I think the Dodgers need to do more and I think Andrew Friedman, he's going to learn. You can't shop at the clearance section at the 99 cent store and accept, and expect something from a Whole Foods or whatever it is. You have to invest. I mean, Chris Martin going to the Boston Red Sox on a, a really nice deal. I mean, you have not invested in this bullpen, and it's rearing its ugly head right now. And they're a dumpster fire, and they're an absolute 
tire fire of a pen right now, and it's showing. But here we go. We got uh, Bob Perez. I just think this Dodgers team will make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, it's an expanded postseason. You would hope a team that has a payroll north of $230 million would make the postseason. I mean, are that is that the standard here? Are those the expectations? I mean, I don't think this team plays just to make the postseason. Making the postseason and not winning the World Series is definitely not considered a good year. That's considered an unsuccessful season. And look, since the Dodgers won the World Series, if you look at their last full 162 game seasons 2019 they get bounced in the nlds 2021 what happens they don't go the distance they get bounced in the nlcs 2022 they get bounced in the nlds so hey this team they're gonna have to find a way to do a little more but put me in coach that's some rosemary rodriguez yeah get rosemary in there rosemary rodriguez there's our first shot takers comment of the night from our friends over at Hororitos. I'm going to have to probably brush this after this, after this bullpen. This bullpen makes you want to drink. Uh, no hope in this postseason unless we make a trade. That's from Mookie Betts. We got Diane Schroeder in the comments. What's up, Diane? By the way, I know it's a loss, but hey, guess what? At least we're talking Dodger baseball. Even though it's in the negative light, even though it's after a loss, hey, we're still talking Dodger baseball, so be sure to smash that like button because your show, I'm just hosting it, man of the fan here, and yeah, we'll get through this together. A little think tank, a little therapy session because that bullpen, we got Decan Bull pen full of bum pitchers. Mookie Betts is here. WTF Roberts. Yeah, look, Dave Roberts needs to explain himself. Dave Roberts, yes, I know that these aren't the best pieces. Yes, this bullpen, if you look at the talent there, these guys are volatile. Two, three years from now, will Yancy Almonte and Alex Vest should be pitching at the big league level? I've got my doubts. I think that, I mean, it's, it's a situation where they know what they need to do to have success at this level, but and you want to put these guys in spots where they can have success. And I definitely think that they do have some value, but yeah, you're seeing across the board just a lot of weaknesses. And I mean, look, I mean, that eighth inning, bring out Bruce Dark Gratterall. It's simple as that. I mean, yeah, you would like to have Evan Phillips available, but you burned him in a silly situation the night prior. And Tonight, I think Bruce Dark Gratterall made a lot more sense, even to Shelby Miller, who's back off the bereavement list. So, yeah, to me, tonight was managerial malpractice by Dave Roberts. I won't let that Dodgers offense off the hook because we got to talk about that. Also, I have to talk about Clayton Kershaw, who, win, lose, or draw, he's going to be my Dodger dog of the game. Dodger dog of the game. And the reason for that is he gutted out. I mean, Clayton Kershaw, it was not Kershaw's fault. Clayton Kershaw went out there without his best stuff and still was able to perform, still was able to give his team a chance to win still was in line to win this game and I thought it was very impressive what he was able to do considering that slider command just wasn't there didn't have the bite didn't have the depth he was leaving stuff up he was leaving stuff out over the heart of the plate but still managed to just hold this White Sox team to two runs he allowed two earned runs off six hits in six innings of work through 97 pitches had five punch outs and two walks that is when you consider how bad this starting rotation has been at times as far as consistency goes you will take that every single time with the bullet. So, yeah, it was just not good. And Yancey Almonte, I mean, look at this bullpen as a whole. Yancey, he gives up two runs in an inning of work. And he wasn't able to get any outs there when he came back out in the eighth inning. And then Alex Vesey, he gets the loss tonight. He was over three on the year. He's able to just get one out with 17 pitches, had a punch out, earn run, a hit. Of course, the hit batters are hurting this team. The wild pitches are hurting this team. It was just sloppy all around. And... Taylor Scott, of course, he allows three earned runs in point two innings and two-thirds of an innings of work. And then Victor Gonzalez, he comes in there and he allows those two hits. So, I mean, this bullpen just not they, – they don't – I've been, I've, been, I've been like a broken record this whole year. I said this before the season started. 
This bullpen does not have the ability to miss bats. It doesn't dominate hitters. This year is pointless unless you replace these guys, some of these guys with guys that can dominate hitters because that's what plays up in the postseason. That's why the Padres beat the Dodgers, right? Suarez mowing down Justin Turner. You had a lot of situations like that. You need guys with gas that can miss bats or else we're basically just spinning our wheels here. But here we go. Why Alves in a high leverage situation? We got Careless Whisper, Fire Roberts. His bullpen management sucks. Call me up. Yeah, I always say, man, if there's a wrong button to push Dave Roberts at times when it comes to the bullpen he will find a way to push it I just think sending Yancy Almonte back out there in a two-run game a two-run game when you consider the year he's had what sense did that make you're talking about a Yancy Almonte a guy has a 6.75 ERA that made zero sense no he's not Yancy Almonte there's no money in there okay the piggy bank's broken that's broke right okay so yeah it made no sense whatsoever at all just didn't it didn't pass the smell test and it's part of the reason why the Dodgers lost this game don't blame Dave blame the front office hey if you've been watching this show you know that I think that it's mainly on the the front office the front office is the the people that they don't place enough emphasis on the bullpen. I think there's a little bit of a little bit of delusion. I think there's a little bit of, hey, we can fix anyone, right? We got the magic elixir. Teach them the sweeper slider. We're going to send them to Dr. Pryor's pitching lab. Guess what? A lot of the people that have been in that pitching lab this year, they've been busts. Thor's been a thud, okay? So a lot of these second-year bullpen pieces, they haven't worked out. There's been more misses than makes this year is coming out of that pen, and I think that, hey, you're going to have to invest in bullpen pieces. Okay, get out the checkbook from Barry over on Facebook. Charles Lee, our pitching staff needs a reset or fuel that goes in an A fighter jet. I like that. That's a good comment there. Um, Dodgers got to do better to attract Otani. NS. I'm not even trying to think about Otani right now. I really am not. I mean, Otani... He's a guy you can't win a World Series with one great player. You can't. You need a complete roster with a bullpen that has weapons, with a lineup that has weapons, with a starting rotation. And look, there's a reason why Otani hasn't even sniffed the playoffs on the Angels despite playing next to the greatest player of his generation in Mike Trout. So, yeah, hey, it'd be great to have the the show of Shohei Otani, the Shohei show here, Showtime back in the real LA. It'd be great. It'd be a great spectacle. But hey, last time I checked, I'm in this to win. I'm in this for the Dodgers to win the World Series. The reality is, hey, until they win more World Series, this franchise has done more with less than any franchise out there as far as the resources they poured into this experiment, to this uh, experience here. So yeah, you definitely need to see more. We have Burger ate us up for lunch. That's from Mookie. DMAC, Alex is still a mess. That's from DKM. Yeah, absolutely. Not going to push back on that. He has had some pretty solid appearances. And I think that, yeah, there has been some encouraging sequences there. You're seeing a little better command. He is avoiding the heart of the play more than he was early in the year. But the reality is the results aren't there. He is just not getting the job done at the bottom. At the end of the day, then that's the bottom line. And I think what it all boils down to is, yeah, I mean, I don't know how confident he is in that fastball. Because his fastball, it's not a high velo fastball, but it definitely has life, especially when he's hitting his spots. But Randy Wood, Roberts, as usual, Totally sucks when it comes to handling the bullpen. I'm not sure what Freeman has in mind, but letting Chris Martin and others leave from last year, we know we now have the worst. Yeah, exactly. What uh, Dylan Zink, how many blown leads by the bullpen before the offense just gives up? That's a really interesting point, Dylan, over on YouTube, because it has to be demoralizing, and you can't expect an offense to score four, five, six, seven, eight runs every single game and try to carry this bullpen, because at some point, guys are going to fall into slumps. At some point, they're going to face better pitching. That is what we've seen from this Dodgers team. Last summer, 111 wins, yay, against the Rockies, the Padres. Cool, a day game in Wednesday at 12 o'clock 
o'clock with 26,000 people in the stands, a game that no one will remember. It's all great. It's all fun at the time. But hey, hey, man, at the end of the day, when you're in the postseason, you're facing better competition. You're facing better pitching. And we see... And we have enough examples to know that, yeah, that's when the Dodgers tend to fall in those slumps. That's when you see people tweeting out Dodgers over 21 runners in scoring position, over 22 runners in scoring position, right? So the point I'm trying to make is you need better pitching to have a chance, even if this Dodgers offense is able to produce like they have been, which has been at an elite level. You can't expect that in the postseason. That is where my eyes are at, and hopefully they get to the postseason, right? At this point, thankfully, the Diamondbacks lost to the Phillies tonight, 4-3, to three. the Dodgers still just three games back in the NOS at 38 and 30, but still seeing another series loss is literally the same reason why I have acne. That's a fire take. Just um, but yeah, no, I mean, I mean, just look at tomorrow. I mean, tomorrow, I mean, this is, it's hot garbage, man. I mean, you got uh, yeah, a bullpen game, Michael Grove. I mean, it's just, it's this team better score some runs. That's all I got to say. But uh, yeah, I mean, if you look at this game, Clayton Kershaw, like I said, he definitely, he fought. He, I mean, he gave some home runs there. And yeah, definitely. That was an issue. The top of the second inning. Jimenez grounded to second. Next batter, first pitch to Berger. Hit a solo shot to center to make it one nothing. White Sox, four-seam fastball, left it up, out over the plate. Not the best command for Kirsch tonight. And the next batter, Yasmati Grandal. He had a one-out single to right. And then 0-1 single to right. Grandal goes to third, four-seam up. Then four-pitch walk to Andrus. Andrews uh, to load the bases. And with the bases loaded in two outs, he gets Anderson to ground to third. So Kurz gives up that solo shot. But really, really the damage there was 25 pitches because you consider that Kirsch went six innings. If that pitch count hadn't got inflated, maybe he goes into the seventh in this one. You don't see Yancy Almonte for two innings. And maybe the Dodgers do walk away with a win and a series win. But that just wasn't the case. And then, yeah, bottom of the second, Rojas two-out double to center. Barnes struck out swinging on three pitches. Dodgers does not be able to get rallies going consistently. Jump there to the top of the third. Vote, uh, vote flies to center for the first out. Then 1-1 pitch to Robert Jr. He homers to left. A curveball down that just didn't have that bite. Didn't have that great depth. Left it out over the plate. Just really didn't have the greatest touch, the greatest feel for his breaking stuff, especially early on in this one. That makes it 2-0 White Sox. Next batter, curse. He strikes out Jimenez on three pitches. So then he gets Berger to fly out to center for the third out. But here we go. Yancy sucks, bro. That's from Daniel. We got Almonte and Vesia better at throwing up than throwing pitches. That's from Carl. That's a burn. Uh, we got Leonard Leonardo over on Facebook. What up, D-Mac from Phoenix? AZ Dodger fan here. First off, fire Robert. Second, bullpen sucks more than a drive through car wash vacuum. There you go. You know my sense of humor. I appreciate that. That's a fire take. Fire take. <laughs> I love that from my friend over on Facebook. Leonardo, bullpen sucks from DJ Jesse Replace. I guess the season is over. That's from Ray Barrios. We got United one. We absolutely need to trade for pitchers. Yeah, it's great to see that people are finally on this bandwagon, right? I remember saying this a few weeks ago, a month ago. People are like, oh, no, we're going to be fine, this and that. No, look, I have seen this movie before, and the villain always comes in there in the postseason. They don't have a chance. Well, hey, now it's just about treading water. Now it's about just finding a way to stop the bleeding at this point. And, yeah, it's the unfortunate thing for the Dodgers is we're still a few months away from the end of the trade deadline, and they're going to have to find some answers very quickly here. If Hopefully Daniel Hudson can come back in the next few weeks, and that is the plan at the moment. Hopefully Julio Arias can 
comeback, too. He threw a bullpen session today. Dave Roberts said it was the best bullpen he's seen from Julio. So hopefully he faces hitters soon and makes his way back because that's going to go a long way to bring consistency is having a Julio Arias, their opening day starter, back in that rotation. But, yeah, I mean, just the pieces in that bullpen, it just you're going to war with butter knives, right? I mean, you don't have the ammunition there. But uh, uh, DKM, fire Roberts, he has no ability to manage anything. Why didn't we see this after seven seasons with this punk? He has going hard today. Uh, we need a bullpen. That's from Felipe Jimenez. Roberts is crap with the bullpen. Victor Banos, my respect to Kershaw. Don't have his best stuff and kept us in the game. Yeah, fantastic point, Victor Banos over on YouTube. And, yeah, he settled down. I mean, he definitely came back out there, and it was evident early on that he just did not have the feel for that slider, and you were a little concerned with the pitch count getting up, but it's Clay and Kershaw. He's going to battle. You jump to the top of the fourth inning, he gets Benintendi to fly out to left for the first out, and then Grandal, he doubled to left. That at-bat, Grandal, by the way, really had Kershaw's number tonight. Great at-bat for him, and in that at-bat, Kershaw fell behind 3-0, works his way back in the count, and the seventh pitch to the at-bat just kind of left that slider up and in and gave Grandal credit and swinging a hot bat the nice piece of hitting right there then next batter one two pitch he strikes out frazier with the slider away then he walks andrews i mean he could not get andrews out at all walks him on seven pitches and he makes it to second on a wild pitch and thankfully curse gets anderson to ground out and yeah really nice play really a fantastic play really a comebacker by Anderson there with two outs Kerr slides fields it makes the perfect throw gets out of the inning that is the effort you want to see that is the little thing so there's a reason why Clay and Kershaw is great at holding runners but the rest of this team isn't because Clay and Kershaw he pays attention to all the little details all the little elements of a game that's why he's a first ball hall of famer that's why he's an all-time great I think some of these guys pay attention to what Clay and Kershaw does because yeah you can't be Clayton Kershaw. You're not going to Cooperstown, but it's the little things. I mean, look at that inning right there. A defensive play by Clayton Kershaw on a night when he did not have his best stuff. It makes the slide, fields it, goes to first, gets Anderson. Now, by the way, Tim Anderson has not hit a home run since July 15th of last season. That's pretty wild. But yeah, and then comes down the fifth, a one, two, three inning on nine pitches. Fantastic. Then top of the sixth inning. Let's jump into the comments here because you guys are on fire tonight. Pryor should be fired from Michael Carrillo. It's funny because last year was about Robert Van Skoyak. Now it's on Mark Pryor. Good times. We got uh, things need to change. That's from Juan Hernandez. ACDC freak Alex Ray is out for the year too. Yeah, it's unfortunate. He already had surgery actually. So we'll see what happens. He has the option for the 2024 season. But yeah, I mean, that's someone that they were banking on. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. All right. Uh, this team needs help before Otani. That's from Emar. We got Jeff Dubas. Can't put all our eggs in the Otani basket. Yeah, we've talked about that. Mentioned that point as well. Is look, you got these guys on one-year deals. You got the J.D. Martinez's, the Jason Hayward, who I think he's a guy that we'd probably talk about 
as someone that really made a big impact today. He's a guy that we probably would have highlighted more, but considering that they lost, you really can't do that. But Jason Hayward, he'll probably be gone next year. He goes one for four tonight. That's and He's just really picking it up, man. He's been everything the Dodgers could have ever hoped for. He's going to be my Mitch Lotta half full take of the night. You guys have any Mitch Lot of half-full takes, feel free to drop those. I know you do not want to for the most part, considering this loss. Diane Schroeder, $20. Appreciate that. It's going to go to all bullpen pieces. I'm going to hand-deliver this to him tomorrow. Andrew Friedman took the season off. Take this and get yourself some carne asada fries and a few shots of Hornitos. Diane, we're going to go ahead and make that another Hornitos comment of the game, guys. Here we go. From Hornitos, our friends, premium tequila. Please drink responsibly. Yeah, $20. That's how much... Andrew Freeman spends on a bullpen, right? That's how much he invests in a bullpen. And you get what you pay for. And this bullpen, they've neglected it. They've made some assumptions about guys that are going to come back. Well, you've already seen these dominoes fall. The Alex Reyes domino, that already fell. He won't be returning. Talking about Blake trying in September. I don't want to hear about Blake trying until he's on the mound. Last time he came back, I mean, I think if he comes back healthy, he could help this team, and you're definitely going to use him. But, yeah, I think you just can't make those assumptions. You have to just look at those guys as icing on the cake, the cherry on top if they come to a fruition. But yeah, if you want to go out there and make some moves, you're going to have to be aggressive. Because BC, we've won the same number of World Series last 34 years as the Angels. It's embarrassing. Good point, BC. And I'm with you 100%. I'm ready for Roberts to resign from my life. That's from Michael Correa. We got in the pen. We got a dedicated Dodger Blue fan over here in Virginia Beach, Virginia. CT3 land praying for the bleeding to stop. That's from Charles Lee. Jason, this team stinks. Maddie Man Dodge. The lights going out at the stadium was very symbolic. Yeah, I mean, we got Leonard... I read your comment, man, but keep flooding. No, I like it. Um, it's a total mess. We got... Uh, we get man Leonardo Blanca, man. You're really going hard with your jug. I like it though. Uh, Troy Hammond, I think bringing back Hanser Alberto, Russell Martin out of the pen are much better options than Beavis, Almonte, and Butthead Vesia. These two have been terrible since game four of the NLDS last year. There are problems. <laughs> I like the Beavis and Butthead reference, first of all, Beavis. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, look, what more can you say, man? I mean, they just did not perform. Let's talk about the bottom of the fifth inning there. And look, it felt like the Dodgers had a chance to really get going on this one. I mean, today, they were able to come back there in the six innings. The Dodgers, as a whole, they were out hit 13-7. to seven. They get four runs on seven hits, had the air. But, yeah, I want to talk about this fifth inning. This fifth inning for the Dodgers because... Bottom of the fifth inning, we kind of already talked about actually at the top of the show, but yeah, the Dodgers had runners on on first and third after Rojas singled to right on a 2-2 pitch. The next batter, Austin Barnes, he singled to center. Then Mookie Betts, he fouls to first for the first out. And then next batter, Freddie Freeman, he fouls to third for the second out. Four of the last five Dodgers had offered on the first pitch. They were ambushing for some reason, but without having any success. And J.D. Martinez, he strikes out on a slider out of the zone. He's just chasing there after Santos came in and in top of the sixth inning 1-1 pitch to Berger he hits a ground ball to short and it gets right through the legs of Rojas goes right under the legs of Rojas yes it was a hot shot at a 590 expected batting average it was 111.9 miles per hour off the bat but an error by Miguel Rojas and then 1-2 pitch to Benintendi a ground ball up the middle Rojas flips it to Mookie at second and the flip was high Mookie tried to barehand it but his foot wasn't even on the back it looked like he did get it though it looked like he did get there with his left foot I think that he was out but still they don't get the play there and then Kershaw that's another thing today too Kersh 
if you look at this team, he did have some trouble with the bottom of that White Sox lineup. In the bottom of the White Sox lineup, Benintendi goes one for four. Berger goes two for five with the home run. Grandal goes three for five. Frazier goes two for five. So he struggled with the bottom of that lineup as did the other Dodgers, but he comes back on the 2-2 pitch with runners on first and second, and he gets Grandal swinging on a curveball down the zone for the first out. Then he strikes out Frazier looking with a dotted slider inside corner for the second out. And the 1-1 pitch, he gets Andrews to line to Rojas, who definitely made a really nice play. They get the lead runner on the fielder's choice. They get the force at third to get out of the jam. And then bottom of the sixth inning, Dodgers offense gets it going. David Peralta... He bounces one back to the box that deflected off the glove. Santos Anderson tried to make the play, but he was saved. And then Chris Taylor, he gets a bloop single to center off the end of the bat. And Dodgers got runners right there on first and second. No outs at 1-1 pitch to Hayward. He hits a line drive base hit to left. The throw gets past Grandal. Santos, he doesn't get back. He doesn't back up the throw. And Peralta, he scores to get the Dodgers on the board to make it 2-1. And, yeah, the Dodgers really bad at handling off-speed pitches tonight. So, Santos comes in. You got a little gas. You do have some off-speed, but they definitely fared better. Then Vargas, he draws a walk to load the bases. Next batter, Rojas, with the bases loaded. He takes strike three at the bottom of the zone for the first out. Had a little pitch clock violation at the beginning of that at-bat that really set him back. And next batter, Austin Barnes, hits a chopper up the middle. Anderson tries to go to second base. It was late. Vargas beats out the throw. Great hustle there by Miggy Vargas to beat out the throw on the fielder's choice attempt and then Hayward he scores a tie at two Andrews's foot wasn't on the base at second base to begin with so he was going to be okay and then Joe Kelly comes in to face Mookie Betts and Mookie he singles to left to score Hayward and Vargas to make it 4-2 Dodgers and runners on the corners and one out Joe Kelly walks Freddie Freeman bases loaded J.D. Martinez he strikes out swinging for the second out chased a four seam up and in and then Peralta he ground to short to end the inning but the Dodgers they get off the mat they get off the schneid they get four runs on four hits. They take a 4-2 lead there, and you're starting to feel good about it. But, yeah, then it all fell apart later. But, uh, yeah, here's a good question from Armando. Is it time to press the panic button if you are the Dodgers? I gave you the numbers. You got an ERA in the month of June at 6.65. This bullpen couldn't stop a nosebleed. This bullpen couldn't stop a JV baseball team at this point. This bullpen really is the weakest I've seen it on the Dodgers in the last 8 to 10 years. This is how bad this bullpen is right now and there's really no answers there's no guys yes Daniel Hudson is going to come back he's going to have an impact he's not going to solve all their problems he's not going to solve all this their problems because you're still not getting the length from the starters for the most part save for for Bobby Miller and Clayton Kershaw I will say that Tony Gonson, a really nice outing yesterday. He goes six strong, so hopefully that continues to get Julio back. You're starting to feel good about it, but really, you really have three starters you can trust at the moment. Three starters you can trust, and you got a bullpen game and Michael Grove. So, yeah, that's very difficult, but uh, starters and relievers, we need them. Smash that like button. Appreciate you, Diane Truder. Boomer Assassin. What a Boomer Assassin. Always rocking with us here. A Dodgers Nation post-game show day one. Trade for pitchers and put Grove in the bullpen. That's a great take. I'm going to give you a uh, Hornitos taking the night because, yeah, I mean, we've been talking about that. I think Grove, he's a guy, when you look at his stuff, 98 miles per hour, definitely profiles as a guy that you could possibly see having success out of that bullpen. So I definitely think that that is where he ultimately ends up. I even think Dustin May possibly ends up in the bullpen later in his career if he can't avoid injury. So, yeah, it makes sense. But uh, should have had Phillips in the eighth. That's what I mean. Phillips, I mean, I, I don't even know what Dave Roberts said after the game. I'll try to look here, but. Yeah, I mean, you used Phillips yesterday 
in a inconsequential game with a five-run lead. And uh, today you throw Yancy Almonte out there for a two for two innings and to start the eighth and he gets rocked. He gets absolutely rocked because of the double and the home run. But uh, we got, uh, I no longer trust Roberts, Jesse Hopkins. That's Jesse Hopkins over on YouTube. We got Strider here. You won 20 bad enough. The bullpen is struggling. We stink on allowing base runners to keep stealing bases. We have to be better D Mac. I agree with you hundred percent Strider here. You, I mean, I think collectively this is one of the sloppiest games I've seen. This team looked like as a whole, as a unit that they had their Manta mask on they had their mantis sleep mask on the entire game and mantis sleep they make the world's best sleep masks and sleep accessories everything they do is to enable better lives through better sleep they work relentlessly to improve and optimize sleep so that you can have the energy to live your best life check out mantisleep.com today so you can sleep better anywhere anytime get your manta mask today use the code dn2023 you saw wild pitches you saw hit batters you saw base running blunders. They actually threw out a base runner today. Hallelujah. I mean, still the worst ratio, 85 stolen base against to just throwing out 10. But still, we got... um do you guys want Scott Alexander back? He's not good enough to pitch in the Giants bullpen. That's from Splash God. Leonardo Blanco. Yo, D-Mag, what do you expect from the Dollar Tree bullpen? Yeah, Leonardo. I mean, what have I been saying, right? I mean, it's the clearance section of the 99 cent store at times. And, oh, my goodness, this Chad, I mean, I, you wrote all this. I can't read all this because this is long. This is a, man, this is like a Dickens novel here, but – uh, this loss on Dave Roberts, you have first and third and nobody out in the bottom of the fifth and you can't score. How to put pressure on the defense. How about putting the ball? How about a hit and run? How about steal second base? That's number one. Number two, after the Dodgers score full runs, the six. let it all out, my man. Let it all out. Let it all out. Let it breathe. Uh, why don't you have Clay and Kershaw pitch the seventh inning with a 4-2 lead? I mean, yeah, I was thinking that too. I still think they took him out at the right time, especially when you consider – that you're trying to prolong him. Hey, man, Clayton Kershaw is the only Dodgers pitcher that hasn't made an IL stint. If you can find some wood out there, please feel free to knock on that. It's the only Dodgers starting pitch that hasn't had a stint on the IL. And, yeah, I mean, look, you would think that that would be okay. Clayton Kershaw, I mean, at 97 pitches, did have some high-stress innings. I'm okay with the pull there, but still, I mean, it's more – a microcosm of the issues that are within the bullpen. But yeah, appreciate that long essay, man. Uh, you could pr- this could be an op-ed in the LA Times. This is why the Dodgers will never win a regular season 162-game championship with Dave Roberts as a manager. He stinks. Everybody can see it except for the Dodger management. That is from Chad Safra over on Facebook. We got uh, we got um AC, we got the ACDC freak. Uh, Barnes was not the issue tonight. JD struck out twice with guys in scoring position. Yeah, ACDC freak, you bring up a great point. I mean, look, JD Martinez has been fantastic, but he's going to have his off nights too, and that's the thing. You're not going to have every single one of your hitters hot at the same time. You didn't have Will Smith in the lineup. This team struggles when Will Smith's out of the lineup, and you saw today not enough offense for this Dodger team. They go seven for thirty-four, seven for thirty-four on the night, and they go two for thirteen with runners in scoring position. And JD Martinez he goes over three with runners in scoring position. Betts goes one for two. Rojas over one. Barnes over two. Peralta over two. Hayward one for one. Taylor over one. They left ten Dodgers. 
on base. So that's not going to get it done. If you look at the flip side, the White Sox go four for 12, just got more base hits. I mean, 13 hits. They have to get 13 hits. I mean, the hits per nine for the Dodgers team, it is worse than the league. I mean, it's death by paper cuts because their hitters, just their pitches just do not dominate hitters. But we got terrible at-bats with men in scoring position tonight, at least bunt or run over. Yeah, we pointed out, I mean, the first pitch swings there in the fifth. The first pitch swings the the lack of quality at bats, it was bad tonight. It was bad tonight. And we saw that again and again. And they just weren't able to capitalize. I mean, save for the four-run inning there in the sixth, just not enough from this Dodgers team throughout this one. So, yeah, the offense, yeah, they have been one of the better offenses in the game this year but tonight I mean you definitely left some runs out there especially when the opposing team is scoring eight runs I mean if you look at later in the game they had more opportunities and yeah I mean they're in the top of the eighth I mean top of the eighth is really kind of where it all fell apart there of course you got the Jimenez double to right the Burger homer to left Alex Vesia he comes in he has Benintendi on an oh he had two strikes on Benintendi on a one-two count, and he hits him. He hits him right there with a four-seam fastball up and in. And, yeah, if you're Alex Vesey, that arm side command just is not there. And he comes back to strike out Grandal with a four-seam fastball, challenging the middle of the zone. Kind of missed on that pitch. He's kind of lucky he got away with one. And Benintendi... He goes to second on a wild pitch by Vesia. So Vesia was a Messia in that inning once again. You got the hit batter. You got the wild pitch. So you can't even do the small things right, right? I mean, we're worrying about trying to avoid the heart of the plate and throwing strikes and getting better and attacking hitters. You're hitting batters. You are throwing wild pitches. You're letting runners steal against you. It's the little things that are, uh, aside from the pitching itself, that are hurting the Dodgers. So it's a lot of different things. And then Bruce Dargrado, he comes in. He gets Andrews to ground into a fielder's choice to third. Frazier, there he's out at second. But Frazier, he singled to center, and that made it 5-4. So that made it 5-4 after... Of course, the burger home run tie things at four. And then the Frazier single, I mean, you're talking about uh, the Dodgers' inability to finish off hitters. Why don't you finish off hitters? Well, because you can't miss bats. When you don't miss bats, like everyone always says the pitcher's best friend. I, what's this cliche in baseball? The pitcher's best friend is the double play ball, right? No, 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 no. The pitcher's best friend is missing bats. It's striking out hitters. Because when you miss bats, you don't get the flukiness. When the, you don't have the Babbitt gods torturing you, right? You can go out there and punch guys out dominate hitters and you saw right there that is a that's a four pitch at bat i mean that's a uh that's a eight nine pitch at bat there a nine pitch at bat there and he's up in the count oh and two third pitch foul ball fourth pitch a ball slider misses fourth fifth pitch four seam fastball middle of the plate fouls it off six pitch slider misses badly seventh pitch another four seam fastball so he's not getting that four seam fastball by hitters is alex vesia then the slider Fouls it off. Ninth pitch, four-seam fastball. He rears it up, but still, he hits it. And that put the White Sox ahead. Bruce Dargrado comes in. He gets Andrews into the fielder's choice. And then he gets... Uh, then they caught Andrews stealing the second. So, yeah, that's definitely a Mitch Lotta half-full take. They actually stopped the runner. And then bottom of the eighth inning... Dodgers had, I mean, Rojas had grounded to second. Barnes drew a one-out walk. Betts flied to left. I mean, look at that at-bat by Mookie Betts. I mean, another aggressive at-bat. He swing on the second pitch. He fouls off the changeup. Second pitch, he flies out. And then Freeman, he strikes out. Swing on three pitches. So the tip of the spear, the 
Top of the Dodgers lineup, of course, Mookie, he comes through against Joe Kelly, but not enough. And then top of the ninth inning, I mean, Anderson's not a big league pitcher. I mean, let's just call it what it is. Anderson, he grounded to first. Vaughn, he walked him on four pitches. Just no sinker command. I mean, just a terrible sequence there. And then Robert Jr., he doubled to left. Next batter, Jimenez, runners on second to third. He singled to center. That scored Vaughn. Robert advanced to third. That made it 6-4 to four White Sox. And then Berger, he strikes him out swinging. Then Gonzalez comes in. He strikes out Berger on three pitches. And then... Uh, no, I mean, uh, uh, the Taylor Scott strikes him out on three pitches. Then Victor Gonzalez comes in, and then Ben Intendi singled to left to make it eight to four. Then Grandal singled to left, and then they finally got the inning on a fielder's choice. And the bottom of the ninth, they go out quietly. They go out quietly. Martinez, he flied to center. Peralta walked, and then Chris Taylor, he grounded into a double play. So, rough night for your Los Angeles Dodgers. And this bullpen, they need to fix it. How they fix it? Well, one, you got to explore the trade deck. Deadline. I mean, Joe Kelly was out there. His ERA is up. Will he be a piece? This White Sox team, I mean, I was hoping to bury this team. They're six games back in the division. Well, hey, a win today. You got to feel better about that. I don't know if you caught the in-game interview with Lucas Giolito, but he was waxing poetic. I mean, talking about how much he looked up to Clayton Kershaw, how he grew up at Dodger Stadium. I mean, this guy looked like he was desperate to be a Dodger. So, Lucas Giolito, I am all for a potential trade for Lucas Giolito. Actually, I'm dropping a video on the possibility of that tomorrow, so look out for that. But, yeah, you're going to have to go out there and try to get guys. I mean, it's going to be very interesting to see what the what the Dodgers are able to do. And I think you need multiple pieces at this point. I think Josh Stamont is a really interesting piece. His ERA is up, but I think that the Dodgers coaching, when you look at the high velocity, Josh Stamont is a guy that I'm interested in going after if I'm the Dodgers. But I'm releasing a whole list tomorrow. But thanks for helping us through these rough times, D-Mac. Hey, you guys helped me just as much, Bill Solace, because, yeah, it's not fun to lose in this fashion. But uh, Hudson's not the entrance from ACDC Freak. Worst loss of the year, Ron Jerica. I definitely think you can make that case for sure. I think the walk-off. I mean, the walk-off losses last week, three of the four, those are road games, right? Even though they're tough, they're road games. This is against a White Sox team that, from a run standpoint, they're one of the worst in the league. They're one of the worst in the league. And yes, they've played better of late. They've won six out of their last 10 games coming into today. But still, I mean, it's a White Sox team that doesn't walk a lot, that really has really underperformed all season long. And you would expect this Dodger team to come out there and get some wins because they're supposed to be the best team at home, right? That's what their record indicates throughout the season. But that certainly was not the case tonight. And you're talking about a White Sox offense that came out there after a gutsy Clay and Kershaw performance. This is not on Kershaw tonight at all. But that White Sox offense, I mean, they're 22nd in the league in runs scored after tonight so really before tonight they're right in the the mix with the Padres and the Nationals so it's not like there's some explosive offense but a uh, vote Will Smith great point Jesse Hopkins I'm going to that a comment of the night too definitely vote for Will Smith uh, Clay Kershaw for Dodger dog of the game absolutely from Andre Medina Dodger, Dodger, oh, we got, uh, he did not look right. We got uh, Victor Banos in the six. We have a shot at to break it open the game, but JD had an awful at bat. Yeah, I mean it was a tough at bat, also too. I mean interesting because Clevenger, of course, he gets hurt. He has to kind of wait out. First pitch to Santos, he ends up chasing, but yeah, it was he was actually chasing and expanding outside of the zone all night. Was JD Martinez? But yeah, guys, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the channel. We get a couple more comments here. We'll let you out. We're gonna try to do as many shows as we possibly can. So. 
we're going to save some of the other stuff for uh, for the other episodes as well. So be sure to tune in, dropping some more stuff tomorrow here late at night. By the way, it was a long game. Anyone know the time of game, the time of day? Because, yeah, it was definitely a longer game today. It felt like it was baseball for the past, like pre-pitch clock era. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if you talk about a Dodger, like final, final thoughts is just like the Dodgers bullpen, they allowed six runs. I mean, six runs. The Dodgers bullpen now a 4-9 ERA. That's last in the National League and 29th in all of Major League Baseball. I mean, look, you are what your numbers say you are, and they're absolutely terrible. And, yeah, I mean, it was just it was just a rough game. I mean, it was just a rough game for this Dodgers team. You had the four-run six inning from the Dodgers offense, but that was it. Clayton Kershaw. This guy's a workhorse, man. This guy's a workhorse. It was not on him. Clayton Kershaw, he went out there, put his team on his back, just wasn't able to get the run support. And, yeah, the bullpen, that's really the number one story. This bullpen is struggling. Yes, you need to cover more innings from your starters, but still, they had three innings to cover today. And Almonte, he needed just 10 pitches there in the seventh. And Dave Roberts said, oh, that was quick enough to send him back out there in the eighth. We saw it happen. The Eloy Jimenez double, the Berger home run. It was just a hanging sweeper there, just a bad pitch. And then you'd pit Brian Alex Vesia, who his struggles continue on. I mean, yeah, it was bad. We kind of broke that down. But White Sox, I mean, they got three insurance runs there in the ninth with the heart of the order there against Taylor Scott and Victor Gonzalez. So that is going to do it. So the losing pitcher, Alex Vesia, he goes an inning and third. And uh, you got the home runs by Berger and Luis Rod. But tomorrow, you got the Dodgers. They wrap up the series. Final game of the series against the White Sox. You got Michael Grove on Thursday night going up against Dylan Cease, the White Sox ace-level pitcher. So that should be very interesting. But that's going to do it for this episode of the Dodger Nation postgame show. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. We'll do a couple more comments here before we get out of this one. We got Emar, I've heard from my sources. We got Matthew, 499, appreciate you. Uh, crazy, and this division is heating up, especially the Padres. Great point, Matthew. We got, uh, let's vote for Will Smith. That's from Leonardo Blanco. Dodgers pitchers should wear garter belts, lift their curse. Interesting. Bring back Rick Honeycutt. D-Mac is Will Smith. He does look a little bit like him. Now that you mentioned that, we got uh, good shape until the bullpen comes in. Same old story. That's from Cesar. But yeah, guys, thanks for rocking with us here. Just win, baby. Thank you for being there. Sounding board let's go blue from Roy Estrada as always guys Leonardo Blanco let's vote for DMAC for the all-star game aka Will Smith but that's gonna do it for this episode of the Dodgers Nation post game show Dodgers lose to the Chicago White Sox they're still three games back in the division thanks to a loss from the Diamondbacks the D-backs fell to the Phillies LA 38 and 30 on the season hovering at a 90 win pace at this point the Dodgers bullpen an absolute dumpster fire but remember nothing brings us together quite like Dodger baseball until next time Think blue, bleed blue, and I'm out. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. 